Hey y'all, welcome to Beautifully Healthy. I'm Dr. Allison Key and my sidekick Erica Smith is joining me today. Hello. It is just us today because we could not find a willing victim to talk about this PG-13 topic. Yes, go ahead and throw that out there. This is for adults only. Yeah, it's probably more than PG-13. I mean, it's not going to get crazy, but some people like our friend Seth here who has both his earphones and his earplugs in today Mm -hmm. shy away Mm -hmm. at the word vagina. Yes, but it's a big deal. It's Valentine's week, y'all. Right. You got to talk about it. They ain't buying you roses for nothing. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it begins. <laughs> so do you and Ryan do a big deal for Valentine's Day? Negative. Negative. We he don't is really the least romantic person I've ever met in my entire life. He is the best husband, but he is n- not romantic at all. David is probably in some ways more romantic than I am, but it's like the, I don't know how to, to say this, like a, a simple romance. Like it's, I remember when we were dating, like he would be on his way to my apartment or whatever, and he would stop and pick wildflowers. He still does right. that. Like the first daffodils of every year when he's out in the pasture, he brings me a little bouquet of daffodils when he comes back right. in. And um, like he'd stop and pick a gardenia or, you know, like the first Halloween that we dated, he brought a pumpkin and said, let's carve a pumpkin. You know, just little, mm-hmm. not grand gestures, little things. And that, you know, it's just sweet. He's sweeter than I am in a lot of ways. See, like if I get like flowers or something on Valentine's Day, it's my daddy. <laughs> my daddy still sends me flowers <laughs> every sweet. Valentine's That's Day. Sweet. My daddy used to always send them on my birthday. And mm-hmm. um, David, since, since he died, daddy, David's really picked, picked up his up. flower game. Yeah. yeah, it's really sweet. But he knows I love flowers, so he's very thoughtful and considerate. Do y'all go way. celebrate or? Not, not usually. Now this week, I am excited. We're going out to Trillium. They're doing a... Um, murder mystery dinner theater oh. at the winery uh-huh. so we have tickets to go do that and ashton and robert are going and Barry oh, Emily be are going. so we're doing a little family uh, couples couple outing yeah to trillium um on thursday it's on thursday night though for the murder mystery dinner theater that's awesome so yeah i'm excited about that but typically no typically we don't do new year's and we don't really do a big deal for valentine's, valentine's day but um my birthday is in the middle of march david's birthday is at the end of march both kids have birthdays in the spring our anniversary is in the spring so we usually kind of save up our dollars and do a trip or something Something, like that yeah i would much rather do a trip than spend money on something i don't need now here's where our conflict lies like when i wake up on my birthday i think there should be a card (laughs) or something on the counter waiting for me right so same is true for valentine's day like i don't need a huge gesture or huge you know big things but i need to know that you at least thought of right like just even a post-it yeah yeah (laughs) like i love you (laughs) yeah just something like to surprise me when i wake up because i am a sucker for surprises but as far as like going all out and buying gifts and romance and lighting candles and a big dim we don't do any of that kind of stuff Mm -mm. we might order papa john's so that nobody else you gotta order pizza and get that heart (laughs) shape Pizza, yeah, that's where it's at. I got that when I was pregnant with Maddox because I was obsessed with pizza. That was the best Valentine's Day. Yeah, we did order pizza quite a bit around here when you were pregnant. Uh huh. That guy was here probably three days a week, <laughs> and that's why I gained sixty-five pounds. <laughs> so <laughs> off the pizza diet. Yep. Off no the more pizza. pizza. Diet. Um, today's topic is really we titled it Valentine's and Vaginas. Yes, it's catchy. It is, but. It's also something that people have to talk about. It's not taboo to talk about. It is a body part, just like an elbow. Uh, Valentine's and elbows just doesn't have the same ring as Valentine's and vaginas does. It doesn't, but it's still a body part. There's power in the vagina. There is. There's a lot of things that go on. (laughs) A lot of changes that happen. A lot of changes that happen. It's a powerful tool. Let's face it. Yes. Pelvic floor 
weakens as you age after babies, increase in risk for stress incontinence. Um, Natural atrophy that occurs as your hormones change. Absolutely. It's just, it can be a really fun place. It can be a really unfun place. Right. So we've got some, some treatments for it. So we first off, biotin is the best. Biotin is best the best. Best thing to start with. Yes. Because estrogen is a huge factor in vaginal atrophy. So we're not talking about mega doses and we're not talking about one size fits all cookie cutter doses. We are talking about a customized bioidentical hormone therapy that can restore your sex drive, energy, metabolism, the vaginal environment, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, And it doesn't increase your risk of uh, heart attack, strokes, blood clots, cancers like synthetic hormones do. So it is a safer alternative if hormone therapy is right for you. So, yes, we love BioT. And it's funny because we get a lot of uh, women who come in for BioT for hormone replacement therapy because of their mood, energy, metabolism, feeling bloated, feeling blah, feeling foggy, hot flashes, night sweats, whatever, you know, all those right. kinds of things. The uh, sex drive is like the icing on the cake. Right. They're not even thinking about sex when they come in. Well, no, because it's painful for a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, if that tissue is so not interested. No. So painful, not interested, not happening. <laughs> exactly. And that starts putting a strain on your relationship. Yeah. But you put a little bio tea in there and then they're like, whoo, doggy. And then their husbands are coming to see us. Yes. And then for their, their husbands replacement. come. And the opposite's true. Like the husband comes because his wiener doesn't work. Correct. And men don't seek help until their wiener doesn't work. Right. Like it's not, it's not important until <laughs> that thing is not functioning. And then it, it is a priority <laughs> like, and well, we need help yesterday. I don't care if I had stents put in my heart yesterday. <laughs> right. We need this to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, men and women are very different, but we do find that we'll have the wife come in for other reasons. And then she has this added benefit of increased sex drive. And then she's sending her husband up there like, boy, you better go up there. Right and match me and or vice versa the Mm -hmm. husband comes in and then he's like i gotta get my wife up there to do that so saving marriages improving uh the vaginal environment Mm -hmm. (laughs) improving your sex life bioti is great but we also have vaginal rejuvenation with forma v forma v so if you kind of look at the probe itself it looks a little intimidating it's a long white probe with three little metal tips on the end of it that sounds intimidating yes but it is not so it is inserted into the vaginal canal and you kind of move around the vagina in and out for about 10 minutes heating up that vagina and emitting those radio frequency waves inside of there um many of you have not had anything in and out of your vagina for 10 minutes a long time i couldn't help it i couldn't help it somebody had to say it well you know somebody had to say it sorry it's not it does it's not it's It's not not painful it is not uncomfortable the probe is probably what as wide as your finger yes maybe 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 your thumb yeah maybe yeah probably a finger yeah but you are moving around in there because you're heating up that tissue and heating up that tissue restores that tissue restores blood flow improves uh collagenesis right so so you're increasing that vaginal wall which in turn also helps with stress incontinence so i know so many mamas that can't even get on the trampoline with their kids because they are gonna pee in their pants correct so we can fix that we can help that without surgery without downtime without slings meshes anything foreign going into your body and staying there no pain um yeah and that's another place that most of the time women are coming in for vaginal rejuvenation not for sexual dysfunction even though sexual dysfunction is a problem it's not a priority the priority is i pee my pants right and so we fix that problem and then fixing that problem we have also solve the sexual dysfunction problem Mm -hmm. so you can do kegel exercises where you like 
tighten your pelvic floor muscles up. And that may help with stress incontinence, but it's not going to do anything for sexual dysfunction, for painful intercourse, uh, vaginal dryness, any of that kind of stuff. Form of V. We can also treat external labia, kind of help with some of those laxity issues. Oh, make it pretty again. Make it pretty again. A nice little Pull everything tight back up. Package. Mm -hmm. We have got some amazing before and afters of just a 30-minute session of how much it can improve that laxity. We cannot post those before and after pictures. Facebook won't let us, but they're available upon request. It is incredible. Like, if you come in for a consultation, we do have permission to show you those pictures um, so that you can just see the dramatic difference in the external labia after a form of E treatment. Absolutely. And you think it doesn't really matter, but it does matter if you're peeing your pants, if you're keeping a yeast infection, if you're keeping a you're having UTI, to wear pads all the yeah, time, if you're having to wear pads all the time. If you just don't feel comfortable right. out of your clothes, mm-hmm. it matters. Right. So this can sort of restore all that. And I was, I was shocked at the before and after pictures. Absolutely. Cause you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're going to get a little improvement, but I was, it was like, whoa. Are you sure that's the same? Mm-hmm. So it's like a 20-minute treatment spaced about four weeks apart, a total of three treatments, and you're good. For life. Yeah. I mean, you can get a touch-up. You can get a touch-up. We do recommend 12 to 24 months, like one touch-up treatment mm-hmm. if needed. Sometimes it lasts a little longer than that. Yeah. It just kind of depends on, I guess, how well you maintain it. But having having children, vaginal births, do unexpected things. Absolutely. And hormone body, changes. To your pelvic floor, yeah. So um, it's nice to be to have something to offer women Mm -hmm. and i think you know just getting a little deep here for a minute pun intended um (laughs) sorry right today (laughs) i don't know i do not know what is happening to me anyway um for so long historically speaking women were on the back burner and certainly talking about a vagina or vaginal rejuvenation like we cannot talk about that so I consider myself sort of the best kind of feminist, not like the bra burning. You know, I still want a man to open the door for me. Right. Because it's polite and I'm from the South and that's what you should do. And chivalry shouldn't be dead. However, if I need to go to the doctor and talk about my vagina, then there's something we need to be able to do something about it. Right. Because it matters. It does. You know, by God, when his wiener doesn't work. He wants it fixed. He wants it fixed. And we've had something we could do about that for a long, long time. And now we have something we can do. Non-surgical. Non-painful. No downtime. You can leave the office and... Go back to work. Go pick up your kids from school. You can engage in intercourse about 48 hours later. And that's enough for anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Form of E. Vaginal rejuvenation. Bio-T. Don't let this Valentine's go by. Right. (laughs) Unromantical. Right. We've got plenty of options. If those two are not out there, we've got injectables. We've got massages. We've got facials. We've got something for everybody. We do. We do. It is a great time to be uh, in spa medicine because if your husband does not know what to get you for Valentine's Day, he is crazy because all he has to do is come get you a gift card. Right. We'll hook you up, sister. something for everybody. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We'll hook you up. It is important for you to feel good, for you to take care of yourself, to you, for you to feel good in the skin you live in, mm-hmm. to not be worried about peeing your pants or having an odor. Right. Take care of yourself, sister. Mm-hmm. You, you, uh, you deserve it. Right. And don't come in thinking like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm so selfish. No, it is not selfish to take care of yourself. You cannot pour from an empty vessel. Correct. And... As you well know, you do not have to be embarrassed talking about your vagina in front of us. No, we're very open. Like I said, it's like an elbow to me. (laughs) Seth dies. He dies because somehow it always comes up. And I'm like, 
Exactly. A vagina is like an elbow. It it's like any other me. body part. Mm. It's like an eyeball. When we ear, first opened foot. two and a half years ago, the whispers that started when we remotely started advertising that we were going to have vaginal rejuvenation, it was like, oh, oh I my got, goodness. I got a call from a lady. <laughs> Do you remember this lady oh, yes. that called mm-hmm. and told me it was satanic? Yes. Ma'am, it's not satanic to take care of your vagina. I'm sorry that somebody made you feel that way. Right. It's not. And it's okay to talk about. God designed it. Right. God gave me a vagina and uh, my body is a temple. So I they will take put care how of it. many Cialis and Viagra commercials on TV. So it's okay to talk about erectile dysfunction, but not about vaginal they, atrophy. Is that satanic, ma'am? Yeah. Maybe she thinks it is. I mean, is. they got two folks know. in a bathtub sitting somewhere. Not I quite sure. I don't understand that commercial, I did but that's talk, off topic. I did, I did talk to the lady for a while and I'm not sure exactly what she thought vaginal rejuvenation entailed meant. Yeah. But she told me, God bless me, and, you know, she hoped that we were successful when we got off the phone. So I think I did, like, enlighten her a little bit. But On it. Yeah, I was, I was, I wondered what she thought it meant when she told me it was of the devil. Um, well, you know. All right. We'll just got to continue to educate folks that it is okay to talk about it. And it's okay to name body parts with your kids. It is critically important that your children know what their body parts my are My father-in-law called. about fell out when my three-year-old called his penis a penis. And he went wide-eyed and looked at me like I had just told him to say the F word. <laughs> <laughs> I sit on the board for the Child Advocacy Center in our area. The Child Advocacy Center has a, a big fundraiser coming up. In fact, the role for Advocacy Night. Everybody should go to this. But the work that the Child Advocacy Center does is critically important. One in 10 children will be sexually abused. Can you, by the time they're 18 years old, can you... I can't even wrap my head around that. I so think look at about, your kid's classroom. There's two or three kids in your kid's classroom that are... Yes, two or three kids in your child's class who will who will be sexually abused mm-hmm. um, by the time they're 18 years old. I think about the women that work here at 316 Healthcare and how much our kids love each other and we get together, everybody plays and we just have a good time and I look at those babies and I want to protect them. Right. So that's part of the work that the Child Advocacy Center does is training adults and communities to recognize signs of sexual abuse to um recognize behaviors of even predators to some extent um, but more importantly just how to keep your children safe right um and what what environments are risky and and what to expect in schools and churches and uh community centers and teams that keep that guarantee that help guarantee that your child is safe right and also educating you on how to help your children realize you know to, what to is protect okay. themselves right. what's appropriate what's not appropriate what's stranger okay, what's danger okay good touch bad touch and those they, conversations have to start yes, early though yes and they've sort of gotten away from that good touch bad right. touch because a predator will tell your child we'll kind of groom this them is a, yeah they groom them right this is a good touch it feels good that makes right. I, it makes me want to vomit to even say that out loud. But you know, your bathing suit area is your private area. Nobody should be looking at it, touching it. You shouldn't be looking at anybody else's or touching anybody else's. If they do, if that happens, then you tell me. You're not in trouble. Right. I need to know. It's my job to keep you safe. There's all these things that they sort of train you how to talk to your kids about this and how to keep them safe. And one of the biggest things is teach your kids to call their body parts. Anatomical names. Anatomical names. They don't have to go to school and say penis or vagina, but they have to know what they're called because this is an example they give in the training. A little girl in school goes to her teacher and says, my daddy ate my cookie last night. And the little girl says, or the teacher says, 
oh, that's nice. And they go on with story time or whatever. And as it turns out, long story short, that's what she called her vagina was her cookie. And she, she was, was trying to out. tell a trusted adult that something was going on at home. And it was missed because she called it a silly name. And we all have silly names that we say at home. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to teach your kids right. from an early age what they are called. And there's nothing wrong with that. Vagina is not a bad word. Right. Penis is not a bad word. But I think some parents are also not sure when to have that conversation. But you have to start it early now because they are exposed to so much so early. quickly. Social media, the TV, internet, YouTube. I mean, my goodness, there is, it's unbelievable. I mean, half these little kids probably know way more than I do Yeah. at yeah. some point. I mean, it's, it's scary. And in some ways, it was easier for me because I have a boy and a girl and they're close in age. And so they bathe together. And right. they've always, you know, known the different parts there's really not a lot of modesty at my house i'm in the shower they come in there talking well fighting arguing fussing hitting you know whatever but you know there's no shame in our house but we're also um very open about what it's called what's appropriate what's not appropriate and that you shouldn't be touching other people's private parts and there's a time and a place that you should keep your private parts covered covered and and, uh that sort of thing and so it's just be open be honest you know it's not a bad word so it's okay to teach your kid when you're teaching them to say belly button that it's you know penis or vagina Mm -hmm. so we got a little off topic from our valentine but i think this is probably that's a good segment though i mean it's important Yeah. yeah absolutely so fellas don't forget valentine's day is coming up ladies don't be afraid take care of yourself you deserve it we have something we can do to help And uh, if you need help talking to your children, reach out to the local Child Advocacy Center. Um, There are classes offered at least monthly there. I'm a a facilitator for the training. I I know several other facilitators. If you want your workplace trained or your church or your Sunday school class or whatever, it's important to do that kind of thing. It really is an eye-opening training. It is. Especially, I mean, with that, as well as as much as you hear in the media about sex trafficking. Oh. Like, I mean, it's, you got to be aware of your surroundings, who your kids are hanging out with. I mean, it is... It's vital. I mean, and it scares me to death because I got two little boys yeah. and they're they're young still, but it it terrifies me. Yep. Yep. Knowledge is power. Yes. You know, and the only way to really keep your children to have a chance to keeping your children safe is to be well informed mm-hmm. in today's day and age. So educate yourselves people we're trying to do our part here with our podcast if y'all have questions reach out to us always you can reach us at info at 316healthcare.us follow us on facebook instagram twitter our website 316healthcare.us as well and until next week y'all stay healthy bye